This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, we sort of cheat and let everyone level up in the middle of a dungeon crawl, because otherwise, they would all die, because it's, it's going to get really, really hard. That's why. So as I said last week, Paizo did something kind of strange. They have a dungeon crawl where you are required to level up in the middle of the dungeon crawl. At the same time, the dungeon crawl was all supposed to happen in one continuous swoop. So not sure how you're supposed to do that because the official ruling, although it doesn't really say this in the book, but I've spoken to Paizo about this in the past, the official ruling is that to level up, you have to rest. And that mostly has to do with spellcasters because if you have spellcasters, imagine you have like half your spells cast and then you level up, like what happens to the spells because you didn't really do a long rest. So do they get the spells? Do they not get the spells? I mean, I guess what you could do is that you could have a spellcaster who say casts like most of their spells and then you say, okay, well now you're the new level but you just don't get any new spells and you have to do a long rest. But that sort of defeats the purpose because especially if you go to a level like five or seven or nine where you're getting all these new level spells and you really want to cast them. So it's a big difference. Anyhow, long story short, just to make your life as a GM a lot easier, the unofficial official rule is that between leveling, you're supposed to do a long rest. Now the problem here is how? How are they supposed to do a long rest? They're in the middle of this dungeon crawl. They can't just like say, up, oh, you know what? We're in the middle of the dungeon crawl. We didn't catch all the bad guys. Just hold on. We're going to go take a break, like sleep for a day, come back and then finish killing you. Like it doesn't really work. So yeah, I guess it just was what it was. And they just sort of hope the GMs can handle it. So that's kind of what we do. Actually, I will say that the way this dungeon is set up, it's not too bad because levels one and two are kind of self-contained. There's only so many exits and entrances, at least that they know of. So you can sort of blockade the area and sort of take a rest. So, you know, whatever. For some story reasons, it actually works out. So... I just always find it strange whenever Paizo does this in their adventure paths. They don't do it very often. It's actually pretty rare that this occurs, but it does bother me in the sense that I have to plan for it and figure out a way to sort of make it work within the narrative. That they're taking an eight-hour rest in the middle of trying to, like, you know, track down killers and doing what they're doing. But, whatever. Also this week, I want to mention that they encounter a creature 
that is so repulsively disgusting that I can't even describe it in completion because I was scared that people might be so taken aback and disgusted by the true description of what they encounter later in this episode that they might stop listening because it's um it, it could be seen as extremely offensive but here's the craziest part this thing really exists this is based on something that exists in our world this is not something that's fantasy make-believe if you look it up and google it you'll be well horrified and um so yeah think of this when they're encountering this creature later in this episode mm -hmm. also this starts the beginning of several weeks of guest stars on the show starting next week with someone that you know and love but has not been on the show for a very very long time I'm sure you can all guess who this might be, especially if you listen to Dead Sons. But that person is going to be on the show at least for one, maybe two weeks. But the reason is that they grow the party size and they have an NPC that hangs out with them. And I don't really love playing NPCs for an extended period of time because I already got a lot of things to do when I'm running the game. And plus, I find it strange running an NPC that's helping the PCs. It sort of is very distracting for me. And I got to roleplay it. And I, it's just it's like one more thing that I can do for short spurts. But for extended periods of time, it feels kind of weird. So Seth actually had a great idea. He says, why don't we just bring in guests to play the NPC? And I said, that is a fantastic idea. Of course, in theory, it's a good idea until I ask 10 people, hey, you want to play this NPC? And they're all busy. And that is also kind of why we stopped doing Tales from the Black Lodge is because it is really, really, really hard to get guests to join you. It seems like it would be so easy and you can ask 20, 30 people and they're always busy. It doesn't seem to matter when. So anyhow, for the next couple of weeks, we have a guest and it's different guests, more or less, each time. So that will be fun, and you will see why at the end of this episode. But with that, let's quickly go to show notes. Show notes. I'm going to try to always keep show notes much quicker than I usually do. First up, RPG Superstar. We're moving quite along. We are about two-thirds done with the monsters, and everything's, uh, everything's moving along. So hopefully we'll be able to talk more at PaizoCon. I'm trying to get a panel at PaizoCon so you can at least talk to us and see what we're doing. And you can talk to some of the editors and authors. And that will be a lot of fun. At the bare minimum, I will try to at least get something at Gen Con. I am presuming Gen Con is actually going to happen this year. I know a lot of people don't think it will. But from various things that I know, both money-wise and virus-wise, I think... It is safe to assume that Gen Con will happen this year in some capacity. That's not online. I think it is going to be in person. It will be different than it used to be, but I think they're still going to do it. Don't forget, do check out the Discord channel if you want to hang out, see spoilers, talk to us, or play games. We have over 400 tables of Pathfinder and Starfinder games that are happening and starting all the time. Just go to discord.ruleforcombat.com. And then finally, if you want to listen to the show early, 
Or if you want to watch us play, just for five bucks, you can become a Patreon. Just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com. But with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Last we left off, you were in an epic battle for your life and then some against Roslo and the Attic Whisperer, who you think might have been her little sister, the one that starved to death. And the Attic Whisperer was doing horrible things to you. And then Roslo, let's see what happened. She's down. The Attic Whisperer's dead. Lomang is five hit points and dying two, I think. Basil, six hit points, dying two. Dougie, six hit points, dying one. And Enfeebled, and other horrible things. Gomez, not a scratch. Gomez looks like he just came out of the salon. Fresh as a daisy. That's right. Typical. <laughs> like, what's right? wrong with you guys? Get up. Fight's over. Let's party. You feeling all right? <laughs> You're a little no slow kidding. there. No kidding. <laughs> all right so what, what are you gonna do because that was it that was like it was the fight of the century and you're now inside the attic with an unconscious roslo a dead attic whisperer cages with skeletons of birds in them it's a it's a lovely place you found to hang out in and you're not even done you're you're only you only finished Let's see, you finished the first floor, you finished the second floor, you have those escaped, well, no, you have the tortured victims that you put up, and they're resting. You have now her, there's a lot going on, so you, you kind of tell me what you want to do, and we'll go from there. Hey, let's, let's refresh our memories of where we stand on certain things. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. I don't believe we've looted anything. That is Yeah, well well let me let me tell you, I'm out of scrolls of healing. I have none. I have no potions of healing. I have some potions. John Stats is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. And I have by my count one spell slot of first level and one spell slot of second level. So I have a so I have a an enhanced heal opportunity and a regular heal opportunity, and that is it for healing from me. People who are all what, five hit points right. die. We're well, out of combat, so we can just do medicine, right? Chris Beamer is playing Lomang, an orc tiefling monk of the crane style. We've got some answers, right, I right. think. But, but I mean, like that, like we're we're in rough shape uh, as far as in terms of big picture goes. and continuing any further. Oh, it's thing. Yeah, 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 I don't think we're in any position to do so at this point. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather, a Tengu empiricist investigator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, what do you guys got? Well, let's find out what these guys have in case they have, like, scrolls of healing. You never know. Um, but, yeah, I think we're so tapped out that I'm ready to uh, take the news to the captain and explain, like, what's going on so far with this hotel. There's the downstairs. So... I'm, yeah. I'm like wondering if there's something we can do about that. Like we, we like we have that mimic buddy. You know, like can we set him as a guard on the door to the downstairs and somehow lock it, lock it, and isolate it, and then go and report, and then come back and then proceed. Possible, but that thing may just attack us again. You know, 
It's up to you. Even, is there even like furniture we could put in front of a door or something, or the old like climbing spike trick or something? I mean, yeah, yeah, just something, something to seal it up, so so whatever's in there can't escape. As far as but, you know, we, but we could take a we could take a long rest and and recover yes. fully and then proceed. Yeah, let me give you the full laydown. So here's the full laydown. The hotel is mostly empty. The only people you have currently in the hotel is the honeymooning couple who uh, who Dougie knows very well. Mrs. Honeywall, who Gomez knows very well. You have the Mimic, who is excited to help you out. So that's on the first floor. And then the family, you escorted out. So they're gone. On the second floor, you have Caminillus and Lerma. And that is the crazy wizard and they're resting. You kind of, I think, I can't remember if you knocked. Oh, that's right. You fought them and knocked them out. So they're resting. Pretty girl and little bit are destroyed. The red cap you locked in the torture chamber room. So that's not going anywhere. The animated statues you destroyed. I don't think we did that. The animated statues, yeah, we closed the door. No, 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 no. Those, those you killed a long time ago. Oh, no, the flying things. There's there's some spinning things or something. Yeah, there's some traps. Yeah, you're thinking you like the traps. room with the spinning blades. We didn't take care of that one. Yeah, something. But I don't think we have, I don't, you we don't have, have no tools to do, we have no tools to do that. Yeah, anyways. and more importantly, you don't really even have to if you don't want. There's nothing in that room that you're aware of. And then finally, you have taken care of Roslo, and she is unconscious. Now... You found the secret chamber, and there is a secret door from Hendrick Pratchett's office slash his bedroom that brought you down into the basement, which right. you, you scouted out for about five seconds, realized, okay, this is a dark, dank, scary-looking basement, and you went into a room that was filled with hundreds of jars of floating things and then you said to yourself let's go upstairs and then you quickly ran back upstairs and that's it so dougie found a sign that said you must be level four to ride this ride pretty much here's the things first there's only one way in and out that you can tell to the basement two you are easily level four now three Because of the way this adventure was written, (laughs) which is a little weird, I'm not sure exactly why they did this, but they did write it in such a way that they expected you to level one and level two when you were third level characters in the basement where you're level four. Now, I actually know, quote, the official rules is you're supposed to rest 24 hours before you level up, but I'm not going to do that. So you guys can just do a long rest. And that's only just because of the way this module is situated, because it's not realistic to to the story for you to like, oh, boy, let's go and spend the next 24 hours resting and getting better and then tackle the basement. So we're not going to do that. So to keep the story going, I can have you a long rest. And yes, you probably can block the door or put the mimic or whatever you want, but there's only one way in and out. You guys can do the rest. You'll get all healed up. You'll become level four. You'll get all your spells back. And more importantly, you are in Absalom. So you do have some things. If you really want to quickly run back, you probably can. If you want to get some more scrolls or some potions, you probably can. I probably wouldn't leave the whole scene. 
But if one of you or two of you want to run back and do a report and come back, that should be fine. Does that make sense? That sounds obvious. That's that also, makes sense. Yeah. Like, narratively, that's great that I'm the one that actually does the rest. <laughs> yeah, I'm you're not, not dead dying, one right? or so, two. So I, can, so I can go to the grocery store and pick us up some Coke and yeah. check in with mom and then come right, right back. Get some pizza. Yeah, and then you can, quote, do, quote, long rest, and that could just be the like semi hand waved where you just sort of recoup become level four you get all your spells back everyone's gonna get everything back and then you guys can tackle the basement can you get me a box of entomans chocolate chip cookies absolutely <laughs> that, that and milk we need milk and i'm not i'm not sharing you i'm not sharing so if you want if you want your own you get another you better get two boxes a couple scratch off tickets yeah a couple scratch off tickets well, to further the story, I do want to search ball. their bodies in case. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I just want to know put to sure connect A with B before anybody leaves the hotel because we might have to report something. So oh, of course, of you course. never right. right. So anyhow, Roslo, now that she is completely under the weather because you knocked her out, you find two daggers on her. You found what do you know? Healing potions, but they're all drunk. Wah, wah. Explains how she was much oh, stronger. Oh, right. We did kind of let her Dang run it. away upstairs, so she probably <laughs> drank, chugged all her healing potions. That's right. She has <sighs> two short swords. She has a pretty cool studded leather armor built into her coat. So she kind of has, like, it's like a business attire, and inside of it is, like, studded leather armor. And she has a ring. And the ring is really strange. That's what you find. I read its auras. No, yeah, no, what are the auras? Go. Give us the auras. Illusion. Oh, wait, let me do it like Doug Henning. Illusion. <laughs> the wonderful world of illusion. <laughs> That's for our older listeners. Do we have uh, any auras over the the weapons? Like, are there is there anything special about the daggers or the swords? The daggers and the short swords have no auras. Oh, wait! I forgot. Hidden inside of a concealed pocket in her jacket, you find a wand. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, oh, oh! Hit me! Hit me with the wand! Let's see what happens! Hit me with the wand! Actually, so, so don't do that. I only have six hit points. What was you saying, Seth? Wait, like, would we examine the wand? Sure. It's a wand. It's giving off evocation magic. Someone want to try to idea it? Uh, hmm. Actually, I think only one person can idea it. I think I actually have the ability to do so. Yeah. Yes, you're the only one because Gomez is a hedge sorcerer. They, he has no capability to actually identify. I, I got no book learning. Seriously. It's a hedge fund sorcerer. Well, are you going to spend 10 minutes, Basil, looking at this wand? Yeah, sure, I'll do that. Okay. Now you've dedicated your ten minutes to this. He looks at this wand, which features a carved dragon's head at the top and polished metal sphere set into its midsection. After Basil looks at this, he goes, Ooh, this is so nice. And he just tucks it into like his, his coat pocket because he doesn't want to give it to anyone else. He's like... Oh, yeah. I, uh... Is it also shiny? Therefore, I'm attracted to shiny objects. Like it's bird. very shiny. It's <laughs> got polished metal <laughs> sphere. <laughs> You're like... Start chewing. Start nibbling on it a little bit with my beak. That's right. <laughs> like, it's it's both a chew toy and a wand. 
It's a wand of manifold missiles. Do you know what that what? is? What? Sounds like magic Ma missile. Yeah, magic but... missiles. Oh, you wish it was magic missile. Actually, let me rephrase that. You don't wish it's magic missile. The wand of manifold missiles is allows you to cast magic missile at level one. After you cast a spell, an additional missile is released from the wand at the start of your turn for one minute. Nice. Holy! So, so it 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 basically you fire it and then you just hold it and it's like a Roman candle and it just fires. It's like DOT magic missiles, basically. Yeah, it fires nine more missiles after the first one. M M O T magic missile over time. Nice. <laughs> Can yeah. You it's do anything really... while you're uh, holding it? Like, is yes. There the concentration thing. No. Can you, can't you just hold spells? it. You have to hold it. Okay. It only lasts one minute while you're holding. If you try to drop it, it stops firing. So you can't cast it and then throw it. So anyone who has a one-handed weapon or anything one-handed, they can just hold it in their hand and then use their other hand for firing. And the only requirement is you need to cast a spell. So that means it's exactly two people who can use that. <laughs> that would be Dougie and Lomang. There you go. They're the only ones. I actually can cast a spell. Yeah. No, you can't. That's key strike is innate. That's not cast a spell ability. It's, it's, it is under spells. It's focus spells. It's innate ability. It's not the keyword cast a spell. It's different. Cast a spell means you have to be able to cast spells that are basically they have to have spell components or you have to be a wizard or sorcerer or bard oracle that sort of thing so i know what you mean but you actually can't anyhow um okay that's that who anything else you guys want to do you have the ring uh can i take another i'll take a run at the ring too yeah the good thing is if you miss you can do it tomorrow after your rest uh the ring actually is pretty easy to figure out Man, your arcana is really high. Yeah, you look at this ring, and this is a really cool ring. You, like, put it on, and you realize, wow, this is a ring of discretion. These are very uncommon and unusual. They're not very expensive. They're only 15 gold. What does that mean? But what they do is they magically conceal your armor and weapons by turning them invisible or creating the illusion that they're just ordinary clothes. It doesn't change your appearance but it does conceal your weapons and armors. And as soon as you wield the weapon, it becomes obvious to onlookers. Ah. And after you sheathe it, after a minute, it becomes a little illusion again. That's cool. So cool. Like that's it. why you were like, remember when she was fighting and all of a sudden weapons appeared in her hands? Because you were like, yes. what the heck is going on? Because she literally was pulling them out. And to, to you, it looked like she was just wearing a nice suit. In reality, she had armor and weapons galore, and they're just hidden. Interesting. It would be huh. interesting if that was like given to someone who we don't have one in our party, but someone who wore plate. So they'd be clanking around, but they'd look like they're wearing clothing. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing. If you give it to someone who doesn't wear weapons or armor, like Lo Mang, it makes him look like he's naked. So, Of course, Chris totally missed that because he walked away. I'm going to have to repeat that joke. No, I heard it because I have a wireless headset. All right, well, if you put that on, you're going to look naked. Can I go back to the wand for just a second? No. No, just... Oh, okay, yes. In terms of the mechanics of it, it does it... It does... It fires missiles if you cast an addition... Some other spell. No. Or does it have its own spell? It has its own spell. So this is how wands work. Let me go through wands. Wands are very weird in this game. 
and they're very powerful and they're very cool. When you use a wand, you can use a wand once per day, sort of. When you cast it, you basically say, I'm going to use the wand, and then I can either cast a one, two, or three action magic missile. You can do whatever you want, and it's cast as a level one spell. It comes out of the wand. It's still spell in a can. Okay. That's, because yeah. this is a special type of wand, it also, this is not, this is above a, a wand of magic missile, which you can make or buy, would just cast magic missile. This is a wand of manifold missiles, which not just casts a missile, but then continues to cast missiles every round for a minute. It's just one missile at a time. That is a free action. So once you cast it, you just hold the wand and every action you can say, okay, I'm going to cast my missile at this monster. And then the next round you're saying, okay, I'm casting at this. So you can change the monster. Now here's the okay, thing. Okay, I thought it meant I thought you meant I had to cast a spell to get. No, a no, no. You have to have thing. you have to have the ability to cast spells to use a wand. That is the requirement. Now here's the other thing. Now wands have this thing where if you ever want to use a wand a second time in one day, you can. However, there's a fifty percent chance that the wand will either break or explode. So if you really, really, really want to cast another spell, you can, and then you literally just do a flat check, and you have a 50% chance that the wand breaks, and then you have to get it repaired before you can use it again, or it explodes, and then it can never be used again. That's how wands work. Okay, and I mean, Seth, I'm not trying to step on your toes. If you want to make a case for you having the wand, that's cool. I was sort of thinking since you've kind of moved into the role of healer and you have more spells total, maybe I would use it, but we can, I mean, I'm not trying to hog it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, let's think it through because uh, uh, it I might be, and actually it might be good either way because you've, you're like in combat, you do a lot of devising a stratagem and then attack. Correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, like, would you want to swap back and forth from, the, or like have that as a, have the wand as like a backup? Well, theoretically, I would start combat with the wand, and then just have it in my offhand, and just be doing a magic missile every turn on top of my attacks. If I was, if I was the one using it, that's how I would be using it. Now, this magic missile every turn does that use additional actions on the, no. on the turn? No, it's, no, it's, it's, it's automatic. How often so, can you use a wand every day? Because the thing that I'm wondering is once a day. Once a day. Like it yeah, might so be better because I was wondering if it might be better for me to have it, so I'm attacking and healing at the same time. And that works too. I mean, I'm a, I don't want to be possessive about it. I mean, I I could see a strategy for either of us using it. You can, you know, throw the wand in the middle of combat. Pass me the well, wand. Why don't, why don't you take it for now? We'll see how it goes. And Give me the whip. I'll like, throw you the idol. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Much. Like, yeah. like, like if it if it looks like you're not really using that much, you okay. don't really have the opportunity. Your actions don't work out. Like, then we could swap. It only works once a day, so this is right, pick, right, right. Pick, it's kind pick of one thing combat, you pull out for a boss it. or something. Is it once a day or once, it's a, once a day? For right, once yeah. a day, it's they once change a day, oh. or I just explained this. Right, if it's you once can a day, push it. Or then, if you press, if you try to, you can use it a second time during the day, and there's a fifty percent chance it'll break or right. blow up. That that's actually kind of hilarious because the way that our campaign is going, that's like once every three levels we get to use it. <laughs> Because that's how fast we've been going every fucking yeah. that's, that's, that's true. Once per day. Well, you never know. You never know. I mean, wands. I mean, uh, you know, the wand mechanic is different um, in Pathfinder Second Edition. I think it's pretty interesting and pretty well made because this way it adds 
extra spells, but you can't Pushing go crazy. You can't have like spell and a cannon, fifty of them. You know, it just just doesn't work that way anymore. Anyhow, all right. So also, I'd, I'd like to grab one of the short swords if they're non-magic. They're non-magic, but because that actually makes lets me go back to my original idea on my first level spells for my sorry sneak preview of level four. But we can get to that. I'm gonna hand Dougie a dagger and say you should be probably be using this. Yeah, that's. Uh... Totally, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, daggers are stupid. <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be encountering monsters that are gonna have uh, hardness and like multiple attacks doesn't go hand in hand with fighting that. All right. Well, I'm taking a money collection because I have five gold pieces. Okay. One more thing I forgot to tell you. Wait, I forgot to tell you. I'll get to in a second. Um, you also find keys. And you presume these are the keys to the hotel. So I forgot. Ah, Sorry about that. That's good. Yeah. Was there any intel (laughs) at all? Any notes? You find the keys to the hotel after Dougie has successfully picked every single lock in this hotel, making it not even worth it. Yeah, we found a journal. Remember last time we found the journal and you even found that note about an upcoming bank robbery. Hmm. I wonder what that means. Boy, I don't remember that at all. It okay. was right at the end of the last session. Okay. All the right. good thing about the keys is we can lock doors with the keys. Yeah, look at the Edgewatch handouts and... Oh, yeah, the note says, Got a job if you're interested. Big money in plain sight. Strike while the streets are soaked with tourists. We need a Jimmy. You in? All right. So Correct. Obviously. You, yeah, you found the journal, and inside the journal was... A recent entry detailing how a gang of thieves called the Copper Palm contacting Roslo and tried to recruit her for a bank robbery they're planning to coincide with the Radiant Parade. And you also find that note. And then she wrote in there saying, I've told them I'm out of the game, but still the Copper Hand comes calling. Using the Radiant Parade as cover for a bank job is clever, but no way am I getting involved with that lot again. And you know that the Radiant Parade is in a little more than a week from now. So, clock's ticking. All right, so Dougie's ready to rest. Okay, now as for money collection, you did find some gold here and there. So let's see what you found. Okay, I have the money here. Dougie, assuming we evenly split the money that you've been finding... Dougie has 11 gold, Basil has 13 gold, Gomez has 10 gold, and Lomang has 74 gold pieces. Mm-hmm. I'm saving for a rainy day. That's after we split the treasure? Yeah. Well, no, that's only splitting gold that you found. You haven't really been... I have, I have how much gold? I have 10 now? You have 10.15, actually. I'm saving for a rainy day. Uh, 10 gold, 15 silver. All right. So how how, how much how much do you well, uh, one want silver five copper? Gomez, one silver or... five copper. Uh, that that's a really good question. I mean, my my like, of course, I was just like thinking just make, just rebuying all the stuff that I used. But then I'm thinking, uh, getting like, can I get scrolls of heightened heal? No. So I could just get a scroll of heal. Well, you could get a scroll. Oh 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 of heightened heal. Yeah yeah yeah. You can get a scroll, you get a level two scroll of heal, of course. And I think that's 12 gold. I thought, right. I thought you said something else. 
Yeah, you can get a scroll of heal level one, level two, level three, as whatever right. you want, as long as you can cast it. Right. You can get the scroll for it. Right. Because I was thinking like that might be the thing we want to invest in now, since I can cast that now, so I can use it. But so that's twelve. Oh, man, it's so expensive. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. What, what should we buy? I can afford Guys, one. Th this is all group uh, money. What should we buy? I mean, I'd be willing to get put it in for healing because we probably are going to need that. Yeah. Wait, how I much mean, group money do we have? That's the problem. Is or are you just talking about kicking in? Uh... Give me a second. I'll post it in um in chat. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do we want to get a shopping list together and then pool the money? I don't know. Like, honestly, I think I, it depends it on quick. how much money we have. That that that's the thing. There, I put it in handouts. Really, all I just want is one potion of the of the twelve gold piece potion and healing. That's all I want. So you found some gold coins here and there, which you were able to take. You found that gold necklace, which you could probably run back over and get some get some stuff out of that. You found that recording rod, but probably can't do much with that. I mean, the only things you really found that are quote worth money. Well, the Wand of Manifold Missiles is worth 80 gold. <laughs> the Corpse Ward Pendant is actually worth 75 if once you turn it in, so that's worth a lot. Other than that, you really have, you know, you haven't found a ton of stuff that's worthwhile yet um, in terms of, like, quote, buying healing. So, yet. Well... I have eleven gold. <laughs> I don't have enough for even one scroll. Like, like the total, the total of all oh. the coin. See, I, I don't know. Like, I kind of want to make it simple and just and just get moving too. The total of all the coin is one hundred eight ninety nine. No, 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 it, no. If we if yeah, we buy if we buy if I if my math is correct and we buy nine level two healing scrolls, that's one hundred eight. <laughs> Well, where are you getting that number, that 108 number from? You... Well, that's the total. If you that's, include... that's, the, that's the total of all the loot so far. <laughs> Dougie, Basil, Lomang, and Gomez. That's what you guys Oh, have. you mean you're talking about, but I have 75 and John has 10. So yeah. like, <laughs> that's not, that doesn't work for me. So, so you're <laughs> saying, it so, is. so you're saying you don't, you don't want it, like if you had the salad and John had the steak, you don't want to split the bill? Is that what exactly. you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. And so I'm going a step further. Like that's my gold. That's not group gold. Like I'm willing to, I'm willing, I'm willing to kick in. Why is Loman gaining seventy five gold? Because I don't I'm, because I'm saving. That. He's been saving it. He's been saving up. Okay, but I don't. Because I'm a monk, I have <laughs> modest needs. I mean, that, I mean, that's a discussion. It's like, it's like how much heal. It's like how much healing do we need, and how much is it going to cost? Well, it's really not much of a question because Dougie Gomez can't afford those level twelve scores. Basil can only afford one. So if Lomag doesn't want to spend, then really uh, he he is the only one. I'll, I'll and that's fine. You can save your that. money. The, le that's... the level one scrolls are cheap, right? They're like four or something. Four gold, and then level twos are twelve. I will contribute. Maybe, maybe I should just reboot what I what I have. Like like you know, just like not get anything new and just reboot what I have and just see how much that is, and that might be the simplest. Here's also your scrolls and antidotes and stuff. You have no scrolls left. Zero. Now, minor healing potions, Dougie has four. And lesser healing, Dougie actually has three, and yeah, three. Basil has two. Lomang and Gomez, zero. Uh -oh. You have no potions. None. They're all gone. Yeah. All gone. It's four gold for a first level scroll? Yes. All right. So according to what I have here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten, forty. So I'm forty gold piece out of pocket for the scrolls that I used, on, like like on our expense report that I'm submitting. I brought receipts. <laughs> uh, uh, I I deserve to be reimbursed forty gold pieces to replenish sure. all my scrolls. Sure. So let's start with that. 
Does that Loma, come out of the to, party? Chris, you'd have to kick in a little bit more than your quote-unquote equal share to get there. But Okay. Or no, if we each kick in 10. 10, that's fine. Then we'd be all right. Sure. Let's do that. Okay, I'm okay with that. I will do that. But that doesn't solve anything because then Lomang, uh, or uh, Gomez is only going to go to the store. There's only one thing he's going to buy. You know, it's not like you're saving up for, for anything else. I mean, there's no reason to leave unless you're going to buy more healing. Right? Well, well that, that, that's all. What, I'm going to buy all these scrolls that I have to replenish. Yeah. That's what he's buying. He, he's oh, you're not already out of pocket he's, 40. Okay. You're, no, okay. he's rebuying right, right. like, everything. That's why I say receipts. It's like, look at, look at the oh, my receipts was, are my used scrolls. Was I have my used scrolls as receipts. Oh, I see. I thought that this was past due. Okay. Yeah, sure. 10. Boom. Simple. Yep. So maybe yeah. the simplest thing is I run off and just do that, and that just and I and I just click the other button on my character sheet, and and I don't and and that's you could actually just get three level uh, twos and one level one scroll. For that. I, like I was thinking, it might be simpler just to not just bother. Do the simple. Yeah, just do the simple, and just and just and just and just untap everything I tapped. On my oh, okay, agreed. Because like the 40. other stuff is useful. Too. Is there a magic reference there? Yeah. Yes. All right, so uh, like unless somebody else else has a special order for the store, why don't I just say that I did that and I'm doing that? Agreed. All, All right. right, and Perfect. and while and while I'm out, like I'll I'll police the prisoners, report to the boss. I guess like that. Yeah, wouldn't that be appropriate? Yes. Okay. Tight. I tidy all that up. So I'm I'm gonna go off and I'm gonna do all the legwork. I do legwork. You do legwork. You're doing the paperwork is what you're doing. I That's know. what you're doing. You you go back. And you give them a quick rundown of like, oh, we got an active crime scene. Uh, uh, yeah, we got we got too much to explain. Too much to explain. Um, here's some prisoners. Uh, we'll take care of the paperwork later. Don't worry about it. Uh, we're gonna go back and uh, secure uh, the rest of the scene and get the rest of the prisoners. Uh, and um, don't don't no one go near the hotel. And that and that's kind of all you do. You just sort of give them the lay down and and they're gonna go maybe at least guard the area so that no one goes in and out. But yeah, you you can go back. I run to scroll Costco. Yeah, you run to you run to CVS, and they have like you know all the scrolls nice and neat. You got to show your ID because it's in a case because you can't trust anyone nowadays. I tell you, you got to got to show that you actually are of age and can buy a scroll. So, what scrolls do you want? The the uh, the the goblin with the little name tag. His name is uh, is funny enough. It's not Lo Mang, but it's Mang Lo. Who, who figures? You know, like. Goblins. Anyhow, Manglo comes up to you and it's like, oh, what, what, what scrolls would you like there, uh, sir? Uh, it's like, and I give him, and I give him the shopping list. I got some heels. I need to my spider sting back, a snowball. Oh, okay. A hydraulic push. Oh, okay. Sweat, let's, whatever let's it was. Go, that whatever, whatever you use. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I got here. Let's see. One snowball. One spider sting. Uh, did you use hydraulic push? Okay, another hydraulic push. You used hydraulic push. Yeah. Yeah, use that against the statue. I think. And uh, how, how many scrolls of heal do you want? We have uh, we have uh, different types, and they're like you know sorted by different uh, companies. You know, you have like Acme scroll. You have like healings, and uh, this one's got a vanilla scent to it. Not the Acme. That Acme. They not have the a smudge Acme. on page two on one of them. Okay. No. Well, not them. I'll, I'll tell you right guys. now. Um, although there's no discount on it, the house scrolls. I think are, are written much nicer and in a much nicer 
uh, font. Parchment. On the velmel. That's a new font. Yeah, as much a nicer parchment than your 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 you know store bought scrolls, the the big money scrolls. So if you want a CVS brand scroll, I, I would suggest you go with ours because uh, mm, it's more like Mordenkainen or Tensor. <laughs> oh, Mordenkainen and Tensor. Those uh, you, you're paying for the name. I tell you that, that that's, that's right. what you're paying for. When you <laughs> right, get those well, scrolls. well, I'm in a hurry. So here, like here here's your forty. Do what you can do. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's let's work this out. Forty, huh? Hmm. Uh, uh, is that what do you want? Ten level one scrolls for forty? Oh, plus you had these others, so that would be seven seven level one scrolls. Is that correct? Uh, is that it? Should be a total of ten. It should be because it should be uh, well four, one. Four well, each. The, the, the hydraulic push, the snowball, and the spider sting. That's three right there. So that's for and then and, and then, then, then the heels more. and it should right then the heels and it should add for add up to ten. Yes, so ooh, Addy, ooh. that's ten right there. So, so he he throws him into the basket. And he's what about like, the uh, customer loyalty card? You buy ten, you get one for free. Yeah, oh, I want, yes, I, I want yes. my card punched. Okay, I want my oh, card you're punched. right. Oh, and he punches the card. He goes, yeah, I'll tell you what. Here you go. Here's an extra one for free. Here's an nice, eighth scroll. There you go. Nice. <laughs> Because you got and, the CVS I, brand scrolls, and I don't need my ticket validated because I got okay. my foot. Good job, good job, good thing. Don't don't forget your loyalty program. <laughs> okay, you got an extra, you got an extra scroll just for just for being loyal customers. And I'll tell you, he liked you because you're a goblin. You know that's why. Because he's a goblin too. You know, goblins got to stick together. Gives you a little secret handshake. What can CVS stand for in the in the world of Galarian? Jason, come up with something quick. You're good with oh, that. Hold on a second. Well, I'm not instantaneous about it. Let me you're taking too long. <laughs> Patriots, come with something funny. Casper's value scrolls. Oh, Casper's vellum source. <laughs> Isn't vellum the usual material for scrolls? True. Well, it's not just scrolls. They sell everything. So it'd be like Casper's values. No, that's Casper's valued source. No, got to come up with something better. God, we got to make this canon. Up, Action Jackson's typing something. Let's I see. had to look up consumer value store. I didn't even know what it meant. I thought it was a medical term, honestly. <laughs> Casting valued spells. Oh, that's not bad. That's pretty good. We'll say CVS. It stands for Casting Valued Spells. It started out as just a store that sold scrolls and various spell components, but it's grown over the years now. If you need torches, you got wands, you got caltrops, you know, any of your adventuring needs, just come to CVS. Beauty supplies. Yeah, you got it. Centaurs, centaurs, very smelly. That's, <laughs> that's right. You know, if you need some of that, you need some uh, musk, we got it. Non-perishable food. Yep. Trail rations, iron rations. <laughs> yeah, that's you right. You got them all. <laughs> they keep the trail rations by the register. Which oddly is what our CVS sells. I know. See, next time you go to CVS, you're going to be going, you know what? I think that would be Give in the world some of trail rations. That would be in the world of Galarian. You're going to be like, man, this messed me up. I am now screwed up <laughs> for the rest of my life. They have the best potato chip at CVS called Utz's Hot Chips. There's nothing better. Ugh. Ironically, they have those here, too. They're also called Utz's Hot Chips, because that sounds like something that's uh, in the world of Galarian. So, they're really good. Okay. You come back. So fast. Some of the cops are there, Gomez, and it looks like they're securing the perimeter so no one can go in and out. And so you don't have to worry about anyone escaping, which is good. So that's taken care of. And I guess you go back in with, uh, with your shopping list and one extra. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And then he also, you know, he couldn't resist. Like, during checkout, he got a couple of pieces of candy because, you know, couldn't resist. So I end up with an additional scroll of heal out of all this, huh? Don't use it up in one place. Now, the whole point is Seth's actually going to be upset because he can't figure out how to add one scroll in Hero Lab, so... Uh, it's just a pain in the ass. There's the three little uh, dots. You need to go in the three little dots. It's like the three little pigs, but they're dots. Okay. What else? Oh, the ring. Does anyone take the ring? The ring uh, hides your loot. Uh, yeah. Your, I'll, t- I'll put the ring on if no one wants it. Unless we should have actually just sold it, but it's all right. I'll, I'll put it on for flair. Dougie. Why not? Till we find something that... Uh, how many pieces of flare do you have? That's my first ring. I have the minimum number of pieces of flare. Yeah, this is my first piece of flare. I'm well under the uh, suggested. It's not required. It's suggested. <laughs> That's right. But if you want to wear more, we encourage that. Kind <laughs> of give me yeah. bad flashbacks to Applebee's. <laughs> 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 oh, Trent used to work there. Wow. Manage Applebee's. Did you really have guy. to? Did, how many pieces of flair did people have to have at Applebee's? I was that guy. Um, no, Were no, you? No, Were we you didn't. We guy? didn't. We didn't do flair. That was more of a TGIF thing. Oh, okay. Jeez, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, I will also say, you managed to do all the necessary heals. Everyone is hand waved healed, and you're able to go up. And let's bring fourth your fourth level characters now what are you gonna do i'm gonna presume that you can hand over caminellis and lirma to the cops in the front because they were uh, they were resting so you don't have to worry about them anymore you can also hand over roslo to the cops who bring her down the processing right and the red cap so don't lose them yeah you can take care of them so you don't have to worry about managing them. You don't have to worry about guarding them. You don't have to worry about, um, you know, them escaping. I would expect you also go to Miss Honeywall and maybe escort her out. Gomez, do you go help her out of the hotel? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's part of, that's part of my whole like policing mm. the prisoners and the. Okay, she was excited because she thought you were coming the for victims. the date. She's like, I'm all dressed up, Gomez. And sure enough, she's like dressed to the nines. She's like, where are we going for dinner? Into pokey. I'll have to give you a rain check. Oh, sweetheart. Why is that? Oh, Gomez, please. Official <laughs> business, you must understand. Oh, is that blood on your uniform? Oh, no, it's just, it's beet juice. What have you been doing, you naughty, naughty boy? And then who breaks up the, the honeymooners? Who, who's doing that? Uh, Gomez, uh, you got to tell her in your best top voice. You don't understand. It's my job. <laughs> Just the facts, man. And then who's breaking up the honeymooners? Basil, are you? Uh, sorry, Dougie, are you just gonna like barge in there for the third time? Oh Dougie yeah, I'm gonna be I'm a, a friendly face. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they they know me. Hi, it's me again. Hi, how are you? They're they're, they're luckily they've taken a break. They are naked under the covers, eating. Um, Break it off. Clear off now. It's some, uh, they're having some desserts, some chocolates. There's uh, like a shaving cream and chocolate everywhere. Like, just this place is a mess. They're like, oh, you again. What is your deal? Are you a peeping Tom? Would you please stop interrupting us? Uh, we have to uh, clear everybody out of this hotel. What? What? It's dangerous what here. About? People are dying here. People are dying here. And uh, What? 
They, yes. they, they, they don't believe you. They're like totally like, nah. And his neck. I show them, I show them my face. I basically show them my face. You see this? This is just from walking around in the hotel. <laughs> oh, fine. We needed to get some fresh air anyhow. And so they, uh, they quickly uh, get their, their things together and they, uh, they realize it's dinner time. They want to get something to eat because they've been uh, they've been quite busy today. They uh, they gathered quite the appetite. So for food and they get their clothes together and they're like, fine. And they get escorted out and they're just like, what is going on? What is all this then? Hmm. All right. So everyone's cleared out. The hotel is secure. You guys can rest and relax in any room you want. The only one who's left, as far as you know, is a few traps here and there. And the mimic who is still around, but you kind of left him alone because we've got to figure out what's going to happen with the mimic. So. Can you join our party? Can we just take him with? Yeah, I really like totally. the mimic. Yeah, sure. You should uh, absolutely come with us. I would let you do that. <sighs> let's, let's see. Where would be your pet. Yeah, sure. Why not? So there's your level four characters. So given to me a narrative way of how you rest somewhere in the hotel for like the next eight hours and then like two in the morning or so you decide to bum rush the basement and get him while he's like you know in the middle of either napping or resting is there a room i forget is there a room adjacent to the entrance to the basement yeah his room well then how about pratchett's there? pratchett's room how, how's that yeah, sound that sounds good sounds yeah we good. all just pile in there sleep on the floor like a dog we, yeah we do like like if we could if we could conveniently practically do a watch schedule and keep an eye on the door and all that jazz. There's Basil, there's Dougie, there's Gomez, there's Lomang. I got all your new abilities in there. I even have little notes here. Um, Lomang, check this out. I started with zero hero points. Is that right? No, you all have one. I okay. uh, see I even a little DC in there for your new abilities. So now you all rest. You all realize that this is the nicest room by far in this hotel and you all put like heavy furniture against this door and don't hear anything so so far so good and you manage to rest relax go up to level four so think about this it's still the third day so you're actually are leveling up faster than there are days in the job so you're level four in three days that's amazing at this point you're going to be level 20 by the 10th day of this adventure path <laughs> That's awesome. We'll be like the most powerful beings in all of Galarian. I know. It's kind of ridiculous. Does anyone want to explain how they feel better, stronger, faster, or not even bother? Just say, yeah, we're better. I'm level four. Let's go. You tell me. I want to tell you what Dougie's new powers are. Okay. He's basically have his one major power. And it wasn't on my character, so I assume... Steve is going to roll this. My, his new ability is predictable. He is he predicts things, and what he does is he rolls a it's a uh, action, just one action, and it's kind of like um, uh, Jason. Um, what what is your what that's odd? Prep, no, no, no. Your your preparation. What's that called? Study target. You do it. You attempt a perception check. Yeah, but you have to their... look up the DC for the foe's level, whichever is higher. So it means you as a GM has to... I know that. Yeah, but I was Okay, that. okay. Yeah, that's yeah. easy to look you... up. Then yeah, yeah, I have all that. And then if you... Critical success, you get a plus two yeah. 
to your AC against that creature, and then a plus two on your saving throws against that creature for a turn, or plus one, or nothing, or a critical failure, you lose one. So yeah, that's a level four uh, uh, rogue feat. So damn man, I didn't even see that in your character. I think you're cheating. What do you mean? Yeah, it's totally in there. Predictable. Very. Ironically, John Stats, the person, is anything but predictable. Mm. Mm, true. I, I want to sing that. Uh, that what was it? Not Robert. Uh, Robert uh, Irresistible. That predictable. I there you go. Do a version of that. Okay. Anyway, never mind. Uh, that's Dougie Dougal's fourth level. Okay, predictable. Oh, you're right here. Roll perspective. You're right. I didn't add it. Okay, I'll add it right now. Anyone else want to t- talk about it, or just we'll go and we'll see what um, happens? Yeah, I, I got, after sitting there watching Dougie fuddle around with locks, I became better at thievery. That's some on-the-job training, so that's my skill increase. Uh, my skill feat, I took the boring but necessary battle medicine, so I can now also heal in combat. And for my class feat, I went with the... Uh, Wizard, the basic wizard spellcasting, which would give me my spells, my spell, a spell slot now and then later, a second and third level spell slot when I reach the right level. And my spells, I now have sleep and color spray. Do you get both of them, or you can do you prepare? Sorry, I can only have one slotted at any one. I get two spells, but I can only have one slotted. Okay, what are you slotting for today? Uh, I think I'm gonna. Sp- Lot color spray. Okay, color spray. And also, um, as long as we're kind of getting ready, I'd like to set Pratchett as the target of my investigation. Okay, what does that do? As now, maybe we'll finally get to use it for the first time ever. Well, at this point, I don't know. Knowledge checks are all that useful, but I would get a plus one on knowledge checks or like or like you know, interrogation type situations, any sort of like law for intimidation, any sort of skill check related to the investigation of that person, but also against that person, if we end up fighting them, makes my devise a stratagem of a swift action. There you go. Anyone else? Or are we just charging downstairs? Yeah, Gomez, Gomez, in his exhaustion of running around and all the fighting and all the depleted of magic, he collapses on the bed after a shift of looking at the door. And then as time passes, he begins to snore. And then all of a sudden, there's a, uh, a tremor. He's a tremor, like he's having a bad dream, a nightmare. And then he wakes up with a start. That was the equation. And he can now uh, cast uh, reach spells and have uh, the additional distance of touch spells can be 30 feet, 30 foot spells or 60 feet, stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, the reach is really good. What touch spells do you have that you look forward to using, or do you want to save oh, that's that? That's a good question, for, actually. Let me see. Do you want to save that for combat? Shocking grasp. Oh. Mortal combat. Like, I might actually use it now. Wow. Bomang has just been practicing his crane fist and his flurry ability and enhancing it and better at knocking people out. So you think. So I think. Have you okay. done that yet? Nope. He has never done it, but we're going to oh see if we're going to see what better. happens. He's better, see. though. He's better. He's better. Well, well I have knocked people out because I haven't killed them, so they have true. technically oh, been knocked oh, out yet. Yeah. Right. Well, now he's going to do it with style. Yes. So do you try to convince Sarkarok, the mimic? It's a good thing I wrote down his name the first time I came up with it on the fly. 
do you want oh, to try to bring Sakharov the mimic with you? Oh, I definitely try to recruit him. I, like I, I deploy my I de- diplomacy and saying it's like, uh, you know, kind of the same way. Uh, his acts could be forgiven for public service. Like he might put in a good word. And, uh, uh, I gotta tell you, the, the edge watch, they took a goblin. If they can take a goblin, they might want to take a mimic and you would be awesome at undercover work. Oh boy. That's true. Um, we should give them a, 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 a carrot with that. Like saying any non sentient bad guy, uh, that that's, that's lunch right there. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, give me a diplomacy yeah. check. Let's see if you can convince All them. Right. Not very good. Oh 12. my goodness. You rolled a two. Oh, that's a pretty bad roll. Yeah, what are you gonna do? With a plus <sighs> ten no less. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he he's uh he, he does like you guys and he, he, he says, Well 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 if I if I if I, if I come with you, can, can I eat everything? What, what am I allowed to eat? What can I eat? Uh, like I that's, said, that's anything that's like not sentient, anything that the law would allow. Yeah. <laughs> also, no eating of evidence. Oh, need evidence. What, what, what's what's evidence? I don't know what you speak. Oh, these the, these are all the things you'll learn. What's the gelatinous cube? Do we have information of a gelatinous cube on the premises? Well, no. We actually suspect an ochre jelly may be involved, since German Hoff bought bought one and had it imported right so we can tell them that look we've got a whole bunch of ochre jelly if you're jelly for your belly if you want it well i'll, I'll tell you what I, I will i will i will stay in the rear with the gear and i'll help you out and we'll see how it goes from there that sounds wonderful but i will i i will i will observe and watch and and help when i can and uh what, what should i be what should i be well, hmm, i wonder what what would be i, I usually i usually don't try to be anything mobile i'm usually a stationary object what would what would be a good motion object how long does it take for him to transform does it two seconds really yes uh hmm. how do you had to absorb something to actually change shape nope. um, like what type of things can you be any shape of any object approximately humanoid size let's let's go with uh, do, do you guys have an, what about a chest I mean, I like, I like, like, he, could, like, could he be stocks, like a pillory? <laughs> well, yes, but I, I don't actually. He can't actually do what it looks like. It, you know. Why does he look like the That's chest cute. from? Uh, why doesn't it look like the chest from Discworld? He's just the walking chest, the treasure with the big mouth and the legs, the thousand legs. How about that? Yeah, I like that. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Wait, what? I know. Am I the only one who read Discworld? Come on, guys. Seriously? No. Discworld? Never even heard of it. I started it. It was... Oh, wait. No, I'm thinking Ringworld. No, I didn't do Discworld. Seth, you read Discworld, right? No, no, I didn't. Oh, my God. Jason? No, No. I did not. Oh, my God. All right, fine. Let me share the picture of what the chest looks like. Terry Pratchett? Really? One in every four books in the UK? Red well, is a Terry Pratchett book. Probably why I haven't seen it then. Are we in the UK? Terry Pratchett is. Actually, I think it's one every ten books. But uh, I only read J.K. Rowling's. I mean, I've heard of it. It's one of those books I've meant to get around to reading, but have not done so. Oh, sorry. It's called The Luggage, is what it's called. Here, I'll show you what it looks like. Reading. That's, there's other media, like books on tape. You literally just described what reading is not. There. That's the luggage. 
Do you see what it looks like? Yes, I do see what it looks like. That that is that is a mimic. That's, that's a mimic. yeah, that's a mimic. There you go. And I love the little feet. That is good. <laughs> oh, I want the treasure. Put your hand in. See what happens. Uh, he should have, he should have a sign on it that says evidence. Okay, so he he uh, he he transforms into the treasure chest with hundreds of little tiny feet, and he will follow behind you. That's perfect. Okay, we'll see how this goes. Oh boy. Oh boy. Not like I have enough to do. Now I'm going to run a mimic in combats as well. This should be fun. All right. Here we go. Are we ready? Are you ready to go? Are you sure this thing won't turn on us? Oh, yeah. I'm glad it's in the rear. It's following uh, Gomez around. I have faith in him. Mr. Low Prisma rolls Gomez. Does he have a name? What's his name? Yes. Sharkalock. Sharkalock. Spell that out in the. I'm going to call you Sharky. Sharky. Like, Sharky, like Sharky's machine. Sharky's machine. That's that's perfect. Uh, Sharky, I like that one better. He's he likes it too. He's like, oh, Sharky, that's that's much easier to say for you with tiny mouths. As he's like, his gigantic chest mouth is going up and down as he's saying and talking to you, and it's really freaky. All right, let's get up to the uh... Sharky the mimic. Oh boy, I sense a new T-shirt coming. There we go. Okay, are you ready? To go right. down into the basement. Well, man, I'm sure there's nothing down there other than pillows and taffy. There could be a wine just closet. storage. There's just storage down. Well, man, do you need to uh, take point on this, or are you second? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll go side by side. I guess if you can fit. Oh yeah, we've been in this room before, right? Yeah. How many hero points do we have? One. One. You walk down again it was a narrow winding staircase hidden in the wall and you come down into the basement it's about two or three in the morning it's quiet dead quiet you walk into this room inside the room you see long racks of freestanding wooden shelving all covered with glass bottles and jars of various sizes they line the eastern and western walls of this rectangular stone room Inside the jars float embalmed monstrosities, ranging from preserved humanoid body parts and whole fetuses to more bizarre curios. Other than the wooden staircase to the northwest that you just came down, the only other exit is a wooden door to the south. It's also low light in here. There's lights flickering on the walls, real torches, real lanterns, actually not torches, there's real lanterns on the walls flickering, and it is echoey quiet. It's like a dark, dank basement. What do you do? And there's a door you said to the south, yes? Correct. All right, Dougie, you ready? I am ready. Uh, we have a new... You know what? Let's, we, have, we have keys now. Let's try these keys. Try the keys in the door. Is it locked, the door? Um, well, let's see. Lomang walks over to the door. Dougie walks over to the door. He... Give me a second. As you're walking towards the door and you're jingling the keys, Basil notices something rather odd. That's odd. Speak up, Basil. Good God, man. All the shelves are mimics. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How'd you know? I was kidding. Oh, oh well... You start to notice 
that the shelves, that the things inside the jars start to move. And as you notice it, they start to emerge from the shelving. Here we go. Horrible. Looks like love at first sight. Hold on. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. No one got the reference. Oh. Hey, Sharky, I think everything in here you can eat. Ooh, what's that? Oh, my God. Wow. I'm, uh, I'm totally surrounded. I, I'm more nervous that nobody got my movie reference. I didn't wow. hear it. Say it again. Uh, I said, Roll looks like... for combat! I said, it looks like love at first sight. Oh, that's I, an I Aliens it. reference. Yes, there you go. There Thank you. Obscure movie. Burke. Old movie. <laughs> okay, what are these things? Oh, my goodness. These are pickled punks. <laughs> they are pickled punks. Um, I want to kill them just because of their names. I already, I already, I already don't like these guys. Well, they get to go first, so enjoy. So no, I'm giving everyone a bonus because Basil saw them before they got to go. So Basil was like, uh, "Guys, guys!" And then all of a sudden they start to move. So this is what you see: pickled punks are actually from the original game. They yeah, they sound familiar. They are really horrible. They look like small little creatures, whether some of them are arms and legs, and some are just experiments, and they're actually inside these jars, trying to come out, and it looks like they're going to start doing things to you. Let me show you a picture of what they look like. Here we go. I'm putting the handouts. Dougie says, oh my god, you guys, they're gross! Get them away from me. There we go. Do you see what they look like? You Look at that picture. You know what they look like? That is awful. Yeah, you know what they look like? Uh, uh, Cohagen. Remember Cohagen? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what they look like. Wow. Uh, Basil, you're up first, and you see this, and you see them all in the shelves. They're still inside the containers, but they're starting to emerge. You realize, oh boy, we're in trouble. There's six of them. Three on the west side, three on the east side. Uh, first things first, I'm going to do an expeditious inspection where I know anything about them. Let's see. Barely. They. You go using your religious knowledge, and you're like, oh, these are undead tiny monstrosities. You know that they're weak to fire, and they have this horrible, horrible thing where they will jump on you and then attach to you and start dissolving you by osmosis and then start eating you through their dissolving abilities. It's really bad. It's really bad. It's like, you know, what are those things? Those uh, fish at the bottom of the, oh, is it? They're like the angler fish. You know, when the males like get absorbed by the females, when they get stuck to them, they're going to do that to you. So have fun. All right. Well, I'm going to shout out if the, if you have any fire, use it against these. And then I'm going to cast, not fire, I'm going to cast Electric Arc on number one and number three. Okay, here we go. It's a level four Electric Arc. Let's see what happens. Wow, nice. Ooh, DC 20. Okay, number one and number three. How well can they d jump around inside little jars of formaldehyde? I guess we're going to find out. 
Not very well. Uh, I roll 11. Ooh, and a 29! Oh my mm. god, a, a natural 20? Alright, well, one of them gets electrified, and you actually can smell the formaldehyde, like, getting, uh, smoked. Burned. But the others could do no damage at yeah, all. Yeah, the other one, somehow, it just went around it. It, like, somehow he was grounded, so... There was, like, a metal nail miss. on the shelf that it zapped the nail and Yeah, exactly, so sorry about that. And with my third action, I'm going to draw my sword cane. Oh, that's right. He draws the sword cane. Touche. I tell you, touche. Oh, boy. Pickled punk number five. Oh, boy. All right. First thing he does is he uh, he hops out of his jar as he's right next to Dougie and right next to Lo Mang. And then what he does is he is going to... He's got this, like, really long arm, even though they're very tiny. And he is going to try to hit you with its fist. Lomang, are you ready? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It's going to go on Dougie. Sorry. Ah, it's going to go on Dougie. I mean I'm also Dougie. not ready. Oh, oh okay, ready. sorry. <laughs> uh, Basil. No, I can't. You're too far away. Here we go. Here we go. He's going to try to grab you. Watch my fist. 24. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's a hit. Uh, so here's the good news. It only does two points of damage. Oh, but the bad news is. Yeah, that's not so bad. Oh, sorry. And then it adheres itself to you. So now he's Horrifying. stuck to you. As, as he hits you, he's now attached to you. So he is now part of you, Dougie. He is grabbing you, but he's not flat-footed, and he moves with you. And now he's with you. He is going to bite you with his jaws. Oh, that's a bad thing. It's a critical miss. He doesn't even come close. That's very good. But he's attached to Dougie. Or no, did that fail? Oh, no, no, I'm just doing it. Yeah, so he's automatically attached to Dougie. So Dougie now has a pickle punk on top of him. Mm. And he's also wriggling about. So he's like really hard to hit because he's like on you, but he's like he's like flailing all over the place. So now you have a pickled punk on you. Much much like Dougie right now. Okay, number four, who's near Lomang, decides to get out, and then he too shall try to hit you, Lomang, with his fist and attach to you. And eleven. That is a miss. That is a critical. What's your AC? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. So that is a critical miss. So he falls? No, he just doesn't hit you. And then he, he, he tries again to try to grab you one more time. A 10! Ah, my Kung Fu. Okay, that one fails. He's like trying to grab you, but he misses. And then finally, the one right next to you on the west side does this exact same thing. He emerges and then tries to grab you, Lomang. Oh my god! All right. Critical miss wow. a one! Nice. I can't believe it. Good job, Lomang. Dodge so him. Far, so Dodge good. him. Dodging, weave, duck and weave. Get this thing off me! Oh, what's your AC? 21. Oh no, the last one got you! I might have flanking too, no. Uh, no, it doesn't have flanking. So it, uh, oh, you know what? He does have flanking because he's on Dougie. How does that work? I don't know, but he does. So yes, he's flanking with Dougie. Dougie and the pickle punk are one and the same. Uh, so this pickle punk. 
Does, that, that doesn't yeah. matter. Still hits you with the 21. Yeah. Uh, he hits you. You take three points of damage. And now he's attached to you. He is now part of Lomang. Ebony and Ivory. Mm. Okay, Dougie, you're up. All right. Do I have a do I have negatives hitting this thing on top of me? No, but here's what's going to happen. The fumes coming off this thing are nauseating as it is just revolting. It is yeah. putting out these horrific fumes of formaldehyde and rotting flesh. Give me a fortitude save. Oh, dear. 16. Mm, you fail. That's a fail, yeah. Okay. You are sickened one. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, is there any other reason why hitting the thing that's on me would Get induce it. a negative? Nope. Um, it just gets a plus two to its AC because it is on you and it is squirming and you're basically like, get it off, get it off. You're like trying to hit yourself with your own maul without damaging yourself. So it's a little bit harder. All right. But otherwise there's no negative. So go crazy. Okay. So it has a higher AC because I'm trying to hit myself, right? Basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Dougie says, Lomang, crisscross. And he attacks the one that is on Lomang. Yeah, I was, gonna, <laughs> I was just thinking that. That was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. And he would have had his plus one mall out, so yeah, I don't I know, know if that's fine. a... That's fine. You have it out. I presume you always have it out. 18! 18! Guess what? You hit! Nice. Oh my god, thank god. You hit the pickle punk Eight and points like of damage. Smoosh! Killed it. Uh, no, it's not dead, but it's half dead. Like, a big chunk of it comes off. Okay, now I am going to... I should have done this before. I'm going to uh, predict a... Uh, oh, the prediction thing? Yeah, sure. prediction thing. Right. And I am going to hit the monster that is on me. Okay, well, first, that takes an action. So yes, give me the roll. This uh, is your perception check. Perception check. Ooh, yep, you 21. succeed. 21. Yeah, you're nice. like... You're like, uh, it's a regular success. So what does that give you since the first time ever? Uh, it we gives me this? a plus one to armor class from that creature, and I get a plus one to saving throws, the first saving throw from that creature. So I okay. only get, so that, that that's why I did it on me. Now I guess I get to attack it. This is a regular minus. Yep. And it's your third action, so. Yeah. Just a regular, yeah. This is a regular one, but you get bonuses, which is good. Love the image of him trying to smack himself with them all, but hit the creature instead. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put for the attack bonus minus five. It is minus five. Okay, but it's also on me, so it's minus seven. No, it's no, just it's, it's AC it's went up. AC goes up. But you hit it anyways, look at that. Oh. 24. Wow. Nice. Smoosh. Nine points of damage. Good job. Nice. Oh, you are sickened one. I forgot about that. So sickened one is not good because sickened will give you a negative to like everything. Okay. So um, sickened gives you. I can look it up. It's basically all your checks and your DCs, everything. <laughs> it literally is. It's every single thing. I even think it's your damage. Okay. Now to get rid of it, you have to do a fortitude save to wretch. You have to basically wretch. That's how you get rid of it. Uh, it's a pain. Lomang, you also are f smelling these suffocating flames. Give me a fortitude save. And his stinky, stinky pickle punk is, is 19. You're fine. You're like, 
Ah, uh, like, it's ah, not worse. I'm uh, an orc. My, 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 my snacks in yeah. the monastery smell better than this. I'm literally an orc, so. Yes. Um, it's not worse than this. I exactly. wonder, I wonder, do I wonder if this is a crossbow fight. That's what I'm wondering. Well, you better decide quickly. <laughs> All right, crane stance. Boom. Attack. Flurry of blows on the one on Dougie. Okay. Go right ahead. 24. Stunning fist. DC 20 nice. probably doesn't work. Because it's undead, I'm guessing. Well, no, you get to do it. You you do another attack. Yes. Because it's flurry of blows. Eight points of damage. So it's still, still alive. alive. Yeah. Oh, dang it. Kill it. No. Nine. That will, uh, that will not so do it. So close to killing it. So now comes the fun part. Now comes the fort save. Can you stun the creature on Dougie? Yeah, it's stunned. So it does a fortitude well, save. Well, the only it, thing it is that um, is it un is, can undead be stunned? Uh, I'm wondering about that. Uh, yes. Yeah. This okay. one can. It can't be paralyzed. You'll actually, I know this. Good news is I know this very well because I've been using this ability sure. for almost a year now in the other game. With Rob, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I know this very well. So good job. You slow it. So it's going to lose one action when it goes, which is a big deal. So... For the first time ever, your Stunning Fist, you used it, and it worked. And it worked. That's awesome. I wish I crit with it, because then you'd lose all his action. That's awesome. I like it. You get one more action. That is true. Hey, might as well go for it. By the way, Sickened is for uh, checks and DCs, not for... Miss. Well, everything damage. is a check. Oh, everything. really? Damage yeah. is a check? Rolling damage? Not, not damage. Oh, okay. To hit also, though, probably? To hit is everything, yeah. Attack is actually a DC, and believe it or not, armor classes, everything is a DC. It's like a weird thing. All right, yeah. you're done. I'm done. Gomez is up. Gomez, there's a whole bunch about to come out and eat you. What do you do? That is a good question. Offense or defense? Uh, Bite him. Oof, I was going to be clever. I could be clever in either one of two ways. Um... I'm just gonna. I'm gonna do damage. I'm gonna do damage because. Uh, all right. So here's my options, guys. Corpse ward pendant, and I vanish, and these guys can't see me, and I, I, I and I'm, I'm immune to them. Until you take any action, and then they see. No, no. Until I like, I could still heal from there. It's any action against an undead creature. True. Invisible. So I could, true. I could just ha hang out safe and heal. True, true, true. That, you're completely right. I'm saying, but if you did anything offensive, that's correct. Right, but I'm thinking the alternative is don't do that and do something and be offensive. Is that a mind-based ability? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Let's find out. Like like a charm type of illusion type of thing? Uh, what does it have? It's notes. Well, Ab the way it works... Abjuration. It's an abjuration. Yeah, you use it as one action, and then you're undetectable to undead creatures for 10 minutes. Undead creatures can't see, hear, or smell, or detect you at all. And they only try to find you if they're looking for you and believe you're there. If you try to do anything such as a positive spell or damage or command undead or attack them, they will find you instantly. So you have to decide how yeah, you want to do you, it. But it's one, a positive spell, would it, it's, it's one action yeah. and you disappear. If you, you don't yeah, do if much you, damage. If you attempt to use a positive spell, use command undead, touch or damage an undead creature, or, or attack any creature while warded in this matter, the uh, penance effect immediately ends. All right, so here is here is my... Uh, it's narratively clever, but I think mechanically you're going to not allow it. Uh, two actions, flaming sphere. 
player hmm. creates the sphere as a separate entity that is then in their scare. That the, the, that's then a different square that does persistent damage. Okay, here's then, the issue. I actually already know the answer. To this, yeah, this then happened. corpse ward, and I let the sphere do all my work. Does that next the corpse ward? No. But there's actually not what I was going to say. I'll say you're allowed to do that, and it will not nix it. Oh, wow. Okay, good. But you have to put it on a solid surface. And right now, these pickled punks are up inside jars on a shelf. So you literally have nowhere to put the sphere. Okay, so that was my, now there's a next question, then. All of these pickled punks that are attached to people, uh, the damage from the, from the sphere... Uh, that happens on a turn, kind of automatically, because it's like a bonfire. Well, what happens is it's a reflex save, so if you put it on Lomang... No, 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 let, no, let me would, let me. It would finish. have to be about both of them. They're in the same square. No, 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 that's not what I'm going for. Okay. Uh, it would be put it, basically set a fire in the middle of the room, and then, the, and then the question is, these things that are attached to you, can you guys maneuver your own bodies and therefore them to put it in the fire, like, like you want to burn off a tick? Yeah, but they still have to do... Re Everyone has to do a reflex save. It's the same difference, whether they go into the same square and then they eat... Everyone has to do a reflex save. But it's. A, I agree, it's like burning off a tick. So the Pickled Punk does a reflex save and Lomang would have to do one, or Dougie. Oh, because they, cause, cause effectively, even though on the battle map they're yes. in different squares, effectively they're, they're together. in the same square. Yeah, they're in this... I'm just not doing it because it's it's really hard. Like, I see, effectively... I see. I see. That is the battle map right now. Like, that's actually the really the battle map. It's just hard to... It can't show 3D very easily, so... But they are taking up... In fact, if Lomang could walk around, and this thing is just attached to him. Hello! He has a little buddy. So what is, Literally what have Kohei. Do, do, do you guys want fire? A big ball of fire rolling around in the middle of the room? I vote no. All right, so I'm going to skip that. I'm going to activate the, corp, the, the corpse word pegnant so I don't get these ticks all over me. And I vanish. Well... Uh, but but I'll cast a spell first. I'll do a little damage first. Why not? Let's. Uh... I mean, what does Command Undead do? The, the, he I have can't it. Command Undead. Oh, what Command okay. Undead oh. does is mixes my thing. I don't have it anyway, so that's that's not important. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So here's the idea. So what do so, you do? So so produce flame. Two actions. Corpse word. Third action. Uh, I'll produce flame on one of them. Throw throw some fire on one. Okay, which one? There's number one, two, three, uh... four. Number five is slowed and is on Dougie, and number six has been hit once and is on Lomang. Uh, I guess I guess the one across from me, number one. Okay, number one is the one that got a little electrified. Go for it. And it's still inside of its container. Kill that thing. Yeah, hold on. Kill it with it. fire. Uh, why does this produce rock? Is that... Well, because I thought you don't produce Oh, oh that's right. That's right, because it, it's not. Oh, that's true. It's actually not fire. Right. That's oh, I forgot all about that. It's not fire. All right, screw that then. Electric arc, and I'll get two and three. I'll yeah. Electric arc, two and three. Two and three. Oh my God, max damage. Oh, look at that. Four and a four. Okay, here we go. Two and three. Here we go. We want them to fail. Here we go. What is it? Reflex save. One failure. Two failures. Holy crap. So yeah, you do That's exciting. twenty-four points of damage to two pickled punks. Oh, that was that they're was perfect. Just like actually. zap, like. Zzzz, oh, that's much like, better. You can see they're like skeletons for a split second. It's like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. All right, and so then I vanish to their undead eyes using the corpse thingy. And then you're like, see ya. 
Oh, that's right. You have that ring or something, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. Word here. I want to. I want to read it to you exactly because it's pretty cool. Okay. Good job. Okay, pickled punk number one is going. I'm excited about that. That worked out well. Okay, number one. Number one has been electrified, and then there was some residual energy that uh, came out, and it's going to try to. Uh, it pops out of the container, and now it's going to try to grab Basil with its fist because they can't see Gomez. Twenty. Oh no. What's your D? What's your uh, AC nineteen. Oh, if I—that's a hit. Oh no, I was about to be lament that if I put shield up, it would not have hit, but it still would have hit. So, all right. Uh, five points of damage, and now he, you have a best friend. Look, he's—he's he's attached to you, and now you never have to worry about spending the holidays alone. It's a nice thing. And then um, he's going to attack you again, as he likes you. He doesn't feel like a friend. Yeah, but he misses on a 17. Because, like, he's he's right near you. He's too close. You're actually too close. Too close for comfort. Too close, I tell you. It reminds me of the thing that attached to Londo Malari in Babylon 5. When oh, nice. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's a good cut. Which he, had to get re- he got really drunk to have it fall asleep. <laughs> okay, number three pops out of its, of its container after getting horribly, horribly... Yes, like electrified. And now it's either going to go up and attack Basil or down and attack Lomang or Dougie. Let's roll the D6, shall we? That's a five. Hey, Dougie, how you doing? Hello. So one action to pop out of the jar, two actions to scuttle over the shelving, and then uh, one more action to try to attack Dougie. 27? Oh, oh no. man. I don't even see that. Where is Dougie? He's covered. He's covered. Where are you going, Dougie? I'm trying to get Stop back. Stop through walls. Stop you moved me walls. over there. Yeah, I didn't we, touch we, you. Yeah, we were moved somehow. Both of us yeah, were moved. Yeah, somehow I, I shifted to the... Uh, I am not touching anyone, so don't... Uh, I don't know. Someone else is moving someone. The pickle um, punks did it. Maybe. Okay, Dougie, you now have two pickled punks on you. The mimic goes. Oh, the mimic's excited. The mimic sees all these things. And starts going crazy. Dinner he time. Says, he's like, Go get him, buddy. Says to, to Basil, may, may, may I eat it? May I eat it? Go for it. Oh, excellent. Pseudopod. Just don't eat me in the process. The pseudopod comes out of the mimic and tries to hit the pickle punk on Basil. But Basil's like kind of flapping around and the pickle punk jumps out of the way. And the pseudopod kind of almost hits... Basil, but then he retracts it. But you, you lose like a feather or two. Sorry about that. Oh, I, I try again. This time he hits it. He actually hits nice. the pickled punk and smacks it full on the face for eight points of damage. Go, Sharky, go. And then um, he then tries to... Oh, my God. Here comes the conga line. He's going to try to use his adhesive to grab the pickled punk. So let's see. We have Basil, who has a pickled punk attacked to him. And now the Mimic is going to try to attach himself to the pickled punk. And then he's going to try to rip the pickled pump off Basil like a tick. There's a lot going on in this fight. Get vinegar. Get vinegar. Okay. Well, the pickled punk <laughs> fails their reflex save. Now it's grabbed. So now the pickled punk is attached to the Mimic, which is attached to Basil. 
Basil, how do you feel about this? You are becoming human flypaper. Or I should <laughs> very, say... I'm very conflicted at the moment. It's avian flypaper. There's a lot going on in this. So then what he's going to try to do is uh, he's going to try to hit it one more time and like smack it with the pseudopod now that it's grabbed. Oh my god, he does it! He does it! Guess what? Please die. He rips the pickled pump off of Basil with a couple of feathers, unfortunately, and he plops it in his mouth and starts to chew and eating it. <laughs> nice job. That is a particularly appropriate death sound for these guys, too. That fits perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Next up, That's number what those two monsters goes. sound like. <laughs> oh my god, there's so much going on. <laughs> okay. The red ones are on Dougie. Here comes another one. Number two, finally, pops out, moves over, goes after Lomang. Here we go, Lomang. I'm not ready. Oh, go after, totally go misses after, you, though. Go after Dougie. It was actually a critical miss because you have a 22. Yep. Okay, that was round one. Round two, Basil, you're up. You're watching the Mimic having way too much fun eating and devouring this pickled punk, as well as some of your feathers. There's a lot going. There's two on Dougie, one on... Lomang. Lomang. The red ones are on Dougie and the blue ones are on Lomang? Yes. Number four and number two. That's actually where they're at. Maybe get a little further away from the Mimic. <laughs> Just in <laughs> case. I'm going to devise a stratagem and I'm going to attack number five. Yeah, I see five in the turn order, but there are five. four in the map. No, don't worry about it. All right. It's all there. Wait, actually... No, he's on Lomang, so I wouldn't get flanking on number two, right? No. Okay. All right, well, I'll just do number five then. Well, I'll say if they're attached to someone, you can get flanking. Ooh! <laughs> it's 29 if it gets flanking. Oh, did you roll that? It's 29 anyways, because I get my plus two, because you didn't program the plus two for uh, device right. stratagem. So you get... 29 you crit do 10 points of damage and which number was this number five right, you, you carefully step up you take your aim you stab it right through the head to perfect length so you don't touch dougie nice. you pull it out and it drops dead onto the ground nice it's a little nice. a little smush, the mimic. little smush unfortunately that's my third action so i can't do anything else Oh, here come the punks. Oh, here comes the punks. Here comes the punks. Here comes the punks. All right. Number four. This is the one on the shelf. And it, it, it's hungry. It's hungry. Who should it go for? Should it go for Lomang or for Basil? It's punk on the shelf. That's pretty good. Let's roll a die, shall we? One, two, three, four, five, six. Five. That's Lomang. Lomang, fist. Watch my fist. I'm not ready. Oh. 22! Does Dude. that hit you? Yep. Oh, he's attached to you. You got a friend on me. You've got a friend on me. Okay, so now you got a pickle punk on you. You got two pickle punks on you. That's funny. Alright, here comes the interest. <laughs> it's not worry. funny. It's I, nasty. I know what it's like to have pickle punks on you. Do you know what it's like to have two on you? Well, you know what? You it's going to try something on. new. It's going to bite you. you. And they've been punching you, but now he's actually going to use his jaws on you. Uh, okay. This I don't know. I don't know about the bites. Yep. 
right. Oh, he, he missed. missed. Oh, critical miss. I really wish I had an ability that triggered on critical miss. Oh, another miss. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, so that was the first. Now the other pickle punk that's on you. So he automatically, because he starts on you, he automatically hits you with his jaws. He automatically mm. bites you. Wait, is this the one on Dougie? No, this is the one on uh, Lomang. So Lomang, oh. the number six, bites you for three points of damage plus two poisons. So you take five points of damage total. And now you got pickle juice running through your veins. Isn't that fun? So the poison is just damage? It's no just save damage. Or anything. Okay. It's just damage. It's just, it's, uh, it's just pickle juice. Does that pickle me low, man? I yep. may have missed something, because right now I Dougie has only taken two you points go next. of damage. You go next. I know. Yeah, they don't hit next. very hard, so. Well, yeah, no, they don't I hit have... that hard. Okay, but I've I taken have... 20 damage, so. <laughs> okay, but I have one attached to me, and I haven't taken any damage i think one of well these... it hasn't it hasn't done its attached round of damage to you yet let me look hold on it's been attached think... me to the whole round though no it didn't no it tried to attack and then it hits you it did three points of damage to you that's it yeah there's ones that are scattered there's more to come it's like you're not it's not a, you haven't taken your damage you, yet. you took you're you, should, right. you should have right. three points it's just you. because the, the the pickle punks are interweaved with us so it's like a couple yeah, of them go, and then you, you go, yeah. and then I go, and then a couple of them go. And... All right, so All now right. it's going to go, and it's going, and it's going to try to bite you regular, just a regular old bite. Oh, my God. I don't know how you're doing it, Lomang, but you're dodging and weaving. And it's my kung fu. I, have, it, I know it's kung gonna fu. Try to do it's going to try to bite you again. Oh nope, my that's Lord. not going to do it. No, no. Yeah, can't do it. I have toad style. Nope. You, I don't know how you're doing it. You got this thing literally fused to your chest, and you're like, aha, hoo, ha, ha. You're like doing all this dodging. I'm blocking, I'm using my brace, I'm using my uh, arms to block it. You are, you are. My golden okay, arms. now Dougie goes. Dougie, Dougie is going to uh, take out again the crisscross. He's going to go after one of the guys on Lomang okay. that's attached to him. Okay. A nice stationary target. I noticed that your second attack was not crisscrossed. Well, no, it wasn't. I might do both of these on you because you're getting roughed up. You can't get these little guys. You are using a dagger? No, I I hit the wrong button. Oh, okay. Okay, so. So you're going to use your maul? You're going to try to scrape this thing off? This is the one off of uh, Lomang. Oh, you're going to try to hit Lomang. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that is what I rolled. You roll a 13. Come on, man. Really? You rolled a 2. Is that a hit? No, it's not oh. a hit. Oh, you said <laughs> it. You acted like it was a hit. Okay, so second attack on... Uh, I'm going to def- uh, predict. Actually, this doesn't matter. I'm just going to attack. Okay, All right. Which one? On the low man. You rolled a 2. All right. And for my third action... You're consistent. I- my third action, I am going to do a skills. Uh, I actually don't need to attack it for this. I can just do a perception on the one that's attacking me. The one that's attached to. All right, yeah. you successfully get okay, the plus so one get, on that. Uh, is that only a plus one or is that a plus two? You rolled a 26 against its DC, and it's a hard DC, which means you just missed. And you're minus one anyhow because you're sickened, so it's 25, so you missed. 
You got okay. the regular. You didn't get okay. it. All right. Okay. Just wondered. All right. Done. Lomang is up. Lo Mang, you have things on you. I have two things on me. There's one on Dougie, right? Correct. I, I think I'm going to have to attack, not crisscross this turn. That's right. I'm getting my ass kicked. All right. Uh, I'm going to attack <laughs> the, the damaged one that's on me. Okay. Number six. Flurry. Sure. Actually, you know what? Yeah. One action. Key strike. Okay. Key strike. Here we go. One action to strike with the key. Oh, uh, what number are you trying to hit? Six. Uh, the one that was wounded. So whichever one. Uh, it's hard to see because they're all overlapped. You said it was. I think six. you said six. Okay, you hit ten points of damage. Rolls a one for damage. <sighs> no, wait. You rolled a one and a five. It's two two d six. I get an extra d six because of key strike. Yeah, yeah. So you rolled a one and a five plus your four. It's so still alive. Ten points. It's barely, barely alive. Now, were you doing that as part of your flurry or no? Yeah, it's flurry. Here comes the other one. Wow. Nice. That I don't think we have to worry too much about. So that's just 22 damage? Yeah, aren't you happy you did 22 damage on that monster? It explodes and pops like a zit off of your chest. That thing is gone. All right, that's Dr. good. Dr. Pimple Popper, they call him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, so I have one more attached to me, and then there's three in front of us, right? And one on Dougie. All right, so Correct. I guess I'm going to attack the other one on me. This is not key strike, though. I don't think it's regular. Ooh, look at that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You're hitting the other one on, on you? Yes. Wow, that's a... Seven points of damage. Rolls three a hits. 17. You get... Minus that's eight. it. That's it. That's, so <laughs> yep, you're done. And I'm done. Gomez, you're up. Three or down. Who wants a heal? Who wants left. a heal? Who wants a heal? Me. All right, I will heal you. Heal me. One, one action, <laughs> get out the scroll. Second action, read it. Oh boy, here we go. So it's a two action heal. You know the drill. Seven plus eight. So 15 Jeez. healers. Nice. nice. Damn. That was pretty good. Everyone's rolling great. You're done. Pickled Punk, the one on Dougie goes. First thing it does, it takes a bite at a crime. It literally bites you. Doesn't have to roll to do that. It's oh, automatic. Okay. Oh, it's automatic. God. When it's attached to you, it automatically bites you um, uh, per round. So it does nine points of damage, seven piercing plus two poison. Rawr, rawr, rawr. So that's what it does. Now it's going to try to it'll bite you again because it's fun. And you taste good. So give yourself nine points of damage. Already did. 17, which is a miss. Right. He's going to attack you again. A four. Does a four hit you? Uh, no. How about a five? Does a five hit you? Okay, they're all done. He tries to bite you, but he, he can't. Even though you're on him, he, he's, he's trying to, like, grab your armor. He's, he's having a hard time figuring out which is Dougie and which is the armor. And he's just eating you. Here comes the Mimic. Here comes the Mimic. Here comes the Mimic. That's awesome. All right. Well, Get the, him, mimic, mimic. the Mimic is really, really, really slow. Get him, Even Sharky. though he's got hundreds of legs, he's like... He's like moving really slow. Um, all right. So he moves up. And then he's going to have to get a little bit closer. Oh, you know what his name should be. It should be Jaws. That's a good name. I like it. Too late. 
I'm a little worried. He keeps on coming really close to me. I'm, I'm, unco I'm uncomfortable with that. He's he's touching you. He's actually up against you, and he's going after number two. That's the one on the ground. I'm worried about him deciding that I taste just like chicken. Flanking. You 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 do taste like chicken. Aren't you like nothing but a gigantic chicken? I'm chicken. I'm in the neighborhood of chicken. Okay, so he grabs that one, and then he pulls that one into his mouth. <laughs> I mean, he's good. He's like, while he's sharky. talking, he's talking to you with his mouth full. He's like, rob, 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 tastes delicious. Rob, 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 rob. Yeah, Sharky, you go. You go get him. Satisfied customer. Basil, you're up. You just. <laughs> he thinks you're his good luck charm because whenever you two are together, he seems to get dinner. That's all I'm saying, Basil. Better watch out. Better not cry. All right. Well, I'm going to, since the mimic is helping Dougie, I'm going to help Lomang. I'm going to devise strategy and I'm going to attack the punk that's on Lomang. Okay. Or wait, if it's on him, I guess I got to move down anyways. Yes, you do. Get it off me. Well, still, that just means I can't put my shield up after I attack. So devise strategy and attack. Like, touche. Oh, that's nice. another crit. Oh, Look my God. Of course. I rolled... You rolled terrible damage. Wait a second, why is it... Oh, one... I rolled one damage times two for two, and then I get the five points of precision damage. Is that doubled as well? Uh, yes. So I get 12 points of damage. Yeah, so it's okay. not quite that It's bad. not terrible, but a minimum damage on the base. Again, the non-critical is four, the critical I is know. two. I know, I hate when that happens. It's embarrassing. Well, you killed that one too. That's the nice. second one you pluck. You're like you're like plucking these off of everyone, Basil. You're you're like you're having fun. I found like a skill. I found a skill in life. I yes. don't know. Your skill with the sword is impressive, Basil. And that was my third action, so I'm done. Uh, I'll assume that falls on the floor for somebody. <laughs> well, <laughs> Dougie, you're up. There's only one left, and it's on you. Get it off me! Get it off me! And I uh, use my maul to. Hit myself. I'm hitting myself. Stop, Stop hitting yourself. Hitting yourself. Oh, God, you can't even hit yourself. Yeah. How is it you're missing? You rolled a three. That's a... Yeah. All right. Well, it's actually a two because you're second. So you rolled... Before, if you took your second, you rolled a one, a one, a two. Come on. Everyone else is performing that's well. A there you go. 17. Not an 18. 17. Oh, wait. 17? That misses. Yeah. Uh, for my third attack... Sorry. Quite it's, right. it's it's wriggling around. It's wriggling around. It's making yeah, weird is. sounds too. It's like yee, yee. it's like this crying baby screaming. No, that's Dougie. That's him making those sounds. Lomang, Dougie's having a lot of trouble. Both of yours are dead. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll bail him out. Yeah, I'll okay. bail him out. Okay. Crane wing. There we go. Oh, that's. I'm looking around for something else to kick. Where is it? Nothing. Everything's dead. Oh, something else mimic. is on the floor. The something mimic. else is on the floor. Yeah, are you going to go after the mimic? Or I attack the mimic. I'm, I'm in blood. Oh, really? Oh, oh, you said I, you did it. If you say it, you do it. That's I, cool. I, I, I have bloodlust. <laughs> Can't control my bloodlust. No, I'm done. All right, they're all dead. There's, there's, uh, there's four on the floor. And uh, you guys have like... Like, where they attach to you, you have, like, big red welts, and they're very itchy. So, yeah. um, Gomez, once again, 
the hero of I'm the party. Yep. Untouched. How do you manage to do that every combat? He's invisible. I, 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 he learned his lesson, I think. Uh, yeah, I learned All my right, lesson. I'm going to treat wounds on me and Dougie. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a 10-minute rest is what I'm doing. The, the mimic is, is asking. It's like, ah. Uh, you thought you'd all be scraps. Are, are, are any of you going to eat those? No, uh, enjoy. Oh, eat them. Are you sure? You, is anyone want you share? No. No, that's all right. <laughs> first, roll oh. is, first roll is me. Second roll is Dougie. Okay. It like, it's a pseudopod comes out. It's like a fly, and he like starts scooping them up and eating them. That's critical. 25. You uh, do 48. And 19. 2d8. So there you go. Well, 48 is pretty much automatically going to put me... I mean, unless I roll all ones, will put me at full health. Well, you're going to roll it, because now I'm going to make sure you're getting all runs. I'm going to press the button. Here we go. Okay, 1-1. One, one. 18. I think <sighs> you did pretty well. And then here's Dougie's 2d8. And this uh, uh, this heal takes how long? There's, there's, there's this is a 10-minute heal. Minute heal. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Oh, okay. All right, because... Uh, all right, so I guess it's moot. So I am going to be visible to any future undead now. My I pull wear off. But you can use it two more times today. Yeah, yeah sure. But uh, but that's worth considering that it, the invisibility lasts ten minutes. So uh, that's something to keep in mind that uh, there might be a circumstance like if if, if it's primarily undead in here, we might want to not bleed encounters. But you know what I mean. That's fair. Keep like keep it moving so you can take advantage of the buffs. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so you stay invisible for two encounters rather than just one. I don't care about that at all. I, I mean, I'm not going to go into combat like we're healing. I mean, that's pretty. Yeah, the flip side is trading off uh, Chris yeah. having access right, to right, his, right, his, right, his right. key <laughs> strike as well. Yeah, I want my key strike back. So, yeah, Fair during enough. the 10 minutes, you guys can do your healings. You can do your key strikes. The mimic is uh, eating and making lots of slurping and gross sounds. He's also starting to drink the fluids inside the jars. I hope you didn't want any of those pickled punks because they are now all gone. The mimic is absolutely reminding me of of a, a, a strange pet I had when I was a, a child goblin in the sewers. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm growing more and more fond of him as, as, as he slurps. <laughs> it's every dog I've ever had. And there's also... Lots of jars filled with other items. Again, lots of creatures, items of creatures, body parts. He, he looks he looks around, licking his lips, but he realizes he, he's actually kind of full. You know, six pickled punks <laughs> is uh, is is quite a bit, quite a bit, even for someone like him. So he, I think he, I think he'll sustain a little because he wants to see what else is uh, on the menu for tonight. It is an all-you-can-eat buffet, and he has eaten all he can eat. Yeah. Well, he's not quite done. You know, there's more to come, so you never. Uh, know. So, so during the ten minutes while the, all the healing is happening, uh, I'm doing the I'm doing the investigation of the room to see if I find any clues. Sure. You look around the room, and you can notice this room is filled with necromatic energy. Obviously, it looks like there's lots of experiments, lots of different body parts most of them semi-fresh and looks like a lot of souvenirs, a lot of experimentation. Someone has been doing magical things down here and obviously they made these pickled punks because they were probably fairly fresh too. So that is what you discover. 
This looks like an antechamber of horrors. Uh, a, a lending library, but instead of books, it's body parts. Oh. And you... Um, oh, that was a good one. I just came up with that, too. But other than that, there's no, there's no clues. There's no information. There's no notes. Nothing. And there's just that a that that curiosity can kind of determine if these are likely murder victims oh, or, yeah. or from you're, grave you're, or you're, robbing. Oh, God. Probably both. Uh, oh, yeah. You're guaranteed that these, in fact, some of the creatures, you know, you can tell the ethnicities of these creatures are similar to some of the victims. So you're, you're like, oh, yeah, this is a half elf here, a goblin here. Yeah. You're, you're a dwarf here. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably. Uh, yep. <laughs> I asked my badge if you were to add up all the crimes represented in this room, could we retire? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's a lot of paperwork here. The badge is quiet on this part. Hmm. So everyone's healed up. Well, Dougie actually is still down two. I'm down 10%, but that's fine. Two. You're down, you're down four points. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Do you want me to do 10%. another 10 minutes? No, no, no. No. no, it's not worth it. Are you healed up, uh, uh, Basil? Yeah, I just forgot to put it in, but yeah. Oh, okay, because it looks like you. I way overhealed myself, actually. Um, well, once he's done his uh, key, uh, his meditation or whatever that is, that superstition that he has, uh, he's uh, he should open that door. Uh, I, I have for, keys. Remember, I look for traps. <laughs> Maybe we should look for traps. Uh, uh, you don't see any traps. Basil can do that. Is it, is it, he, he's is, good at thievery. That's true. Is the door locked? No, the door's not locked. Ah. Right. I open the door. It yes. Goes. Boom, right in your face. Okay. Um, you open up a door. There is a large room. Inside this room, you see six flayed humanoid skins hang like tapestries along the stone walls of this long hallway. Some edges tacked out to taunt to display their gruesome features, others hanging in long tatters. Some appear old and leathery, while others are fresh enough to still stink in the cold room, the blood having dripped down onto the stone floor in dried brown smears into the long metal grated drain in the floor, caked with blood. The exits are through the door in the northwest, which is where you just came in right now. And you do not see any other doors, as this is an L-shaped room. You will have to go in further to see if there's another exit. So, you know, instead of coat closet, it's a hang-up-your-dead-skin <laughs> closet. Yeah. Whoever's doing this isn't doing a very good job if you're going to play somebody alive. You know, it shouldn't uh, stink. I moved there to get a better look. I'm looking for traps. Okay, so you start moving in a little. Or slow down. What do you think, Sharky? Sharky wants to keep going. He's full from his snack, so he's all right. Sharky, yeah, yeah, Sharky's like, ooh, these look these look tasty, too. Hey, Sharky, he's a ghost. He's a ghost. This is the first pet that, that, that I love. Oh, yeah. Oh, Steve has given us, Steve has tried to shower us with the cutest pets in the world. And we were like, eh, don't care, eh, don't care. And now we, we have a mimic. That's it. That's a mimic. Mimic's our, mimics our you guys favorite. Guys weren't around for it, but in the uh, in the other game, the 
Plague Stone, and I had a champion who got a flaming cat as a as a mount. Flaming yeah, a, yeah, cheetah. Energy. And as part of my as part of my boon, I was able to ride him even though he's on fire. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was a she. So. You ride yes. him now, uh, uh And in the other podcast, uh, in Circus, mild spoiler, Hap has Riley, and she retrains to have Riley as an animal companion. The only thing is by giving Lauren slash Hap a very cute wolf dog. It makes it so easy to manipulate her. It's kind of ridiculous. Are you uh, going to send the puppy into attack? <laughs> no. I can, then she completely changes her attack. <laughs> I can see that. Why did you get the poor puppy killed? What were you, th- what were you thinking? <laughs> You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com.